Warning, the following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am Janie and I'm here with my... I don't even have an adjective for her wife. <laughs> Aww, I don't feel loved. Well, I don't want to point out that you're broken or well, I am damaged broken. or I'm broken. I'm damaged. Hurting. Yeah. So we're gonna get to that in just a little bit, but uh, in the meantime, we hope you all are enjoying the quarantine as we're still locked down here in the Midwest. Some other states are opening up. I know Texas is is open for business once again. We got a message from uh, our good buddies Sam and Linda. Which don't go by Sam and Linda anymore, right? <laughs> Sean and Laura down there. So yeah, but they um, they're they're doing it very slowly. It's not like it's woohoo, everybody go out. It's, well, and yeah, where those guys are at in Texas too, it's pretty darn. They they social distance even when they don't social distance <laughs> because there's nobody around. Exactly, they're in the middle of nowhere kind of thing. Um, but they are uh, businesses are opening back up down there, and like you said, starting slowly. And, and some stuff around here is, too. They just uh, released an executive order so dog groomers can open up, which dog groomers can, but people groomers cannot. Well, <laughs> I haven't not, figured that out yet. Well, think about it. <laughs> Typically, when you're getting your dog groomed, it's just the dog in a room with a single person. True. So there's not that human-to-human contact. But they've already proven that animals can carry this thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, wear a mask. Just saying. Wear a mask, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, other stuff. Um, any, I think they can open up a business. Any business can open up. I know in Wisconsin they can, but it has to be curbside service. Nobody's yeah. allowed in the store kind of thing. Right. So if you can pull that off, you can open, which some can, some can't. True. It's kind of hard with a retail business where people come in and browse. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. <laughs> Yeah. It's very, very tough. That's not going to fly very well. So, And uh, here in good old Illinois, we've got several lawsuits against our governor now for <laughs> extending the stay-at-home order. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, uh, you know, honestly, folks, if you have friends out there that are in the lifestyle or you're in the lifestyle, make sure you're checking on your friends because this is really hard on us. Right. We were just uh, I was just having a Facebook conversation with uh some friends of ours that it's like it's just sucks it's not fair it's <laughs> we miss our friends you get into this whole social aspect and yeah you like quality time with your significant other but you also miss that human contact absolutely and you got to remember before this whole thing started in in our particular lifestyle we were hanging out with friends at least weekly if not more yeah there were times that we we were out Friday and Saturday, and our only day was Sunday. Yeah, and usually at least once a month we would have a, a larger party where 8, 10, 12 people would get together. Right. We can't do that anymore. Nope. <laughs> so here we are and struggling through this thing and just kind of trying to find our way through it just like everybody else. It's it's different. Yeah. We've Surprisingly, been, we still like each other. We do. <laughs> We still put up with each other. <laughs> uh, we have been meeting uh, some people online, some of our friends. We've had some Zoom meetings with that. Um, SLS, we've been talking to people through there. 
and uh, just kind of connecting with people digitally these days. But One day we'll get to meet the new people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no in-person meetings in a while. Yeah. No. It's been shut down for a good, well, we're going on what, about six weeks now? Something like that. Yeah. Kind of scary. I hope it uh, gets back to some semblance of normal. I don't think it's ever going to get back to truly normal until this thing's entirely gone, which could be years from now. But if we can get to some faint memory of what we think is normal, it would right. be nice. I agree. Uh, let's talk about what we're going to talk about tonight, honey. Um, people who have followed the show know that you had been diagnosed quite a while ago with some precancerous cells on your lady bits. Yep. Uh, your surgery, unfortunately, it was scheduled for the very first part of March. Mm-hmm. You had something come up with work yep. where you could not do it, so you had to reschedule. They rescheduled it for later in March. No, they in the first week of April. Was it the first? I was thinking it was yep. later, like March twenty third or something. No, it was supposed to be the first week of April. Okay, and then all hell broke loose, and all surgeries got canceled. If you did not have COVID nineteen or dying, you were not going to a hospital. Right. Um, we got a call on Thursday of last week. <laughs> yep. And they said, "Hey." We're going to start doing surgeries again. You're right at the top of the list. Can you be here Monday? <laughs> it's like, wow. So then Saturday I had to go for a COVID test, which I don't know how many of you guys have had one, but they're not all that fun. Um, I think they're trying to tickle your brain with a pipe cleaner. <laughs> it was. It was, I don't know, what, probably a 10, 12-inch long thing they yeah. shoved up your nose. Yeah, and it was drive through. They just had me lean my head back on the on the headrest and shoved it down there. Um, we drove it. They had like a big circus tent set up. Um, yeah, you know, a big tent, a big party tent. Um, and we drove actually into the tent. They have mm-hmm. you drive in, shut your engine off. Um, they come over to the window, uh, give you the whole spiel, and they're of course in head to head to toe hazmat gear. Hand you two tissues, one for to blow your nose before, and one for your eyes watering after. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And then they proceeded to do the test. Yeah. Which consisted of ramming a giant Q-tip yeah, up your... thin. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was long. It was long. <laughs> so, up your nose. Yeah. So, um, got my results back very quickly. Um, got them back Saturday afternoon, evening-ish. Um, and afterwards, called the daughter and said, hey, I'm negative. Can I come play with the grandson? <laughs> <laughs> you got a couple hours of uh, grandchild did. time in there. I did. I knew I was clean, and I got some snuggle times in, and it was wonderful. Yep. So then we went up Monday morning um, and got you. No, it was, yeah, it was Monday morning-ish. Mon- late, late morning, yep. Yeah. Got you all checked in. It was a different experience going to the hospital right now. Um, required to wear a face mask when you walk in the door. They They provided them for us. Took our temperatures. Uh, yeah, they took our temperatures, asked us, uh, obviously, all the typical questions. Have you been out of the country? Have you been around anybody that's been out of the country? Have you been around anybody that's had the virus? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and after we got in there, it, it probably was a good 20-minute process to go through the the steps to get in the front door, I would say. No, I wouldn't say 20 yeah. minutes because then I had to go in and do my, my surgery check-in. So right. by the time we got upstairs to the... Yes. The room was about 20 minutes. Right. And she, uh, that was interesting to me because the lady that was doing your check-in, 
was basically just sitting at a desk in an office, and she had us in her office, and she didn't have a face mask on, did she? Mm-mm. Yeah, she was just sitting at her desk doing her job. I mean, she had the little plexiglass, plexiglass up, but, but, you know, she took my my insurance card, my driver's license, all with no gloves, and I'm like, okay, so then came home and sanitized. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so waiting... It was it was a weird thing because of course with any surgery you can't eat for twenty four hours or after midnight before yeah. your procedure. Um, so I hadn't eaten anything. Yeah, I, black, black coffee and a little bit of apple juice, and that I had was about some, it. Day I was able to have clear liquids, so I drank some apple juice. Thank God I did because by the time I got into the room, I was feeling really off and they took my blood sugar and I was down to 62. Yeah, that's not good. That was not good. So they started pushing some um, sugar sugar water through <laughs> my IV and then she checked it again and it had only risen up to 68. And they're like, yeah, we really need to get you up over 70 before we start. Right. So yeah, um, I do not do well if I don't eat. No, you get very nauseated and very sick feeling. Very weak and yep. shaky. And, and I'm not diabetic. My sugars just go way too low. Yep. So that was a little bit scary. But, you know, any other surgeries I've ever had, they take you into kind of like a pre-room where they start pushing the, the okay, you're going to get a little bit groggy now, meds. Right. Um, before they take you into the actual procedure room. And not this time. They took me directly into the operating room. I was awake. And then they had me scooch over onto a different table and started, like, getting ready to hook up some stuff. They had my arm out and whatever. And they're like, okay, I need you to move your arm here. And the the anesthesiologist says, well, we're going to – I'm going to start pushing this. You might – get a little sleepy and I'm like I'm gonna get real agreeable real quick (laughs) (laughs) and that was the last thing I remember (laughs) until I woke up yeah and I don't know what they use this time versus some of your other procedures um the last time you were under anesthetic you were just hilarious when you woke (laughs) up this time you woke up and you were just kind of you're a little groggy but you weren't tripping <laughs> no well i was i was cracking jokes with the nurse in the in the recovery room uh we were talking a little bit but yeah i didn't ha- really have anything weird to yeah. say i don't even know how long i was in the room before i actually opened my eyes and started talking to you was i in there for a while no not really you were talking right away was i yeah because i don't remember it <laughs> it was a little weird for me because there was no waiting room um once she was taken out of her initial room and taken into the OR, they took me down to the room that she was going to be recovering in. Um, there, They shut down all the waiting rooms because they don't want people gathered there. So I was basically sitting in an empty hospital room for a couple hours by myself with nobody around, which that didn't bother me. It was just strange. Right. Just a little different. Yeah. So um, everything went well. Well, it's uh, we should refresh people's memories. If if you don't remember, she had some precancer cells on her vulva. Get the correct technical term out right. there. Um, and then they they shrank them with some kind of like chemotherapy type cream. Right. And it shrunk enough that then she just kind of said, "You know what? Let's go in and laser the rest of them off." And she didn't laser them. 
She I cut thought it was, I thought it was laser. No, she... Uh, that was the other option. Yeah, right? I could okay. do laser or she could just go in and surgically remove it. And she mm-hmm. said, I would prefer to do surgically remove so we make sure we get everything. Right. Um, so now I affectionately call it Frankencooter. <laughs> <laughs> so they were able to go in and get... They got everything out... Um, Looked good. Every is according to the doctor. She thinks she's, you know everything's going to be fine. Got it all out of there. She put in what three stitches? I have no idea. I think I think she said there was three stitches. I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then basically sent you on your way. Yeah. So basically, I had to keep some fluids down. I had to eat a couple crackers, and I had to go potty. Then I could go home. For our listeners out there who might be going through something like this or, you know, like you said, you say all the time, get tested, get tested, get tested, go see. Yeah, If, if you, you see anything weird, just make sure you get it checked out. Absolutely. But for anybody that is to the point where maybe they have to go through this, um, I guess tell them kind of afterwards, we're, what, two days out now. Yeah. I had the surgery on Monday. It's now Wednesday. Um, initially had some... A fair amount of bleeding going on down there. The first day, yep. Yeah. Had quite a bit. Yesterday, not so much. Um, I And I didn't have much pain yesterday. Now, day three, I have a little bit more. It, a mm-hmm. little bit more discomfort because now all the anesthetics is out of my system. Well, and let's also be honest. Somebody was supposed to take Tylenol and ibuprofen. That was and, yesterday. And, and alternate every three hours with those, and somebody didn't. <laughs> that was yesterday. I know, but you let it get out of your system, yeah. and then when you woke up this morning, you felt like crap. Right. And they did send me home with some Dilaudin. And after I did, I I did have to do a class this this morning. Um, and after that, I wasn't feeling all that great. And you're like, well, go take more Delano. And I'm like, hell no, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't like taking anything like that. So typically, I mean, I've been taking it just at bedtime the last two days. Has it fucked with your dreams at all? No. Uh, darn. <laughs> no, that's only, um, I get that way on Norco. Norco will make me see demons and shit. Right. <laughs> no, that's, that stuff's out the window. So you've got uh, a fair amount of discomfort today. Like you said, the first couple of days, though, right after the surgery and then the following day, it wasn't terrible. No. It was uh, uncomfortable more than anything. Yeah. Um, it The cream that they have given me this time has really helped. They gave me a lanocaine cream with mixed with something else, and that does numb it up. Right. But it's it's uncomfortable. But it's it's no more so... Then when I had my kids and they gave me an episiotomy where they cut basically your taint. Um, <laughs> right. So that way you don't tear. So they do it surgically. It's it's really, if you've had that, it's not a whole lot worse than, than that. The only thing, you know, I'm having to use a, a water bottle to clean after going potty. Yeah, you can't really wipe and yeah. so, cause, cause more irritation. Right, so I use my water bottle, rinse everything off, and then I've got older towels that I pat dry and throw them in the washer. The bottom line is, yes, you've had some discomfort. Yes, you've had some pain. Uh, This is way better than the alternative, folks. Oh, my gosh. If it would have gone to, 
if it would have gone full bone cancer, it would have been a skinning of the labia where they take the whole thing, including the clit. Yes. So um, if you see anything weird, get it checked. Get it checked. And that's for even the ladies. You may have had a hysterectomy and you think, oh, I don't need to go to a gynecologist anymore. Yes, you do. There are still things that need to be checked out. Right. Beyond just having a pap. Yep. So get your shit checked. <laughs> get your shit checked. Well, because they could possibly catch it before it gets to the point right. where mine was, where it had to be removed surgically. So get your shit checked. Yeah, and and yours may or may not have. They gave you the option to stay on to that uh, chemotherapy cream. Not the second time. I thought she was nope. going to let you stay on that and gave mm. you the option to keep going with that. She said, no, I really don't want to go that route because you could go through another uh, eight weeks of that. That was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could go on to that eight weeks and it still may not kill everything. So, this way we know it's gone. So timing is everything. And you can look at this as a positive for everybody else in the world except me. Um, we're on lockdown right now, so you can't play with friends anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, however, yeah. we're on lockdown right now, and you can't play with your husband either. <laughs> You're my friend. <laughs> that is true. That was right on page number one of the aftercare instructions. It, oh, was it on the second page? Yep. Oh, yeah. No intercourse. <laughs> no intercourse until the sutures are gone. Yeah. And uh, they are dissolving stitches, so you won't have to... Because of all this mess, they're encouraging people not to come back in at this point. And your your follow-up appointment, she said, I think most likely will be a phone conversations or, or a video call or something. Yeah. Correct. So. Is what it is. But, you know, I'm glad it's done. I'm glad it's over with. Um, my company has been amazing. I, I, I messaged them on Thursday and said, hey, what do you think? And they're like, go get it done. You already canceled it once for us. Mm-hmm. Go get it done. They all felt bad that it was. And they didn't make me cancel. No. I did it for my own reasons. Right. Um, it was just things that were going on in the company. So um, they're like, yes, go get it done. Go get it taken care of. And they've all checked in. How you doing? Um I'm supposed to be off all this week. Yesterday, I was a good girl, and I barely answered any emails. Yeah. Um, Today, I did go in and do some stuff, but, you know, I'm just kind of taking it slow. I've got some classes to teach that were difficult to get scheduled, so I'm still going to do those for the next two days. Sure. But other than that, I'm just kind of chilling and trying to heal. Yes, heal, heal, heal. (laughs) (laughs) Erf, erf. Yeah. So we did uh, bite the bullet on something else yesterday. Since. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the gyms are all closed, so Garmin needs her workout, and we don't have anything here. So we bought one of those rowing things with the live interactive feed and all that crap. Got the hydroer, <laughs> so we'll let you know how that goes, because <laughs> I needed something else besides just walking. It wasn't quite cutting it. Right. So need something else so yeah i think everybody's kind of feeling the the pain and the quarantine a little bit because you are confined to your house so much you don't get out and do as much as you did you're generally eating a lot of snacks and crap (laughs) yeah well it's it's very difficult and we've had this conversation before it's difficult to go to the grocery store you want to go for two weeks so that way you're not 
contaminating and, and going out yeah, more. All the time, yeah. But your health foods don't last two weeks. So that right. la- last week you end up eating shittier foods. Yep. So things that you normally wouldn't. Yeah. And, and everybody's feeling it. I mean, we're all in the same boat in that regard. So we're just going to keep doing what we can to to keep the... <laughs> The what do you want to call this? The quarantine fifteen. No, <laughs> keep that off. The COVID nineteen is what it's called. Oh, there you go. The COVID nineteen. Yeah, uh, that's funny. I uh-huh. like it. Right. Yeah, and uh, keep exercising and staying healthy, and keep your immune system up because that's the best way you can fight this stupid thing. Right. I saw a picture the other day, and it was people that were. Um, it was a cartoon. And they basically were shaped like a balloon. And they're like, okay, you told us to stay in, but how do we get out now? <laughs> because they were too big to fit through the door. <laughs> hey, one thing I forgot to tell you, I think, um, I've been talking to some new friends, and, and they are ghost hunters. Yeah. I told them about the little boy. Oh, uh, yeah. He... I, I think, yeah, I would love to get them over here with their ghost hunting equipment because they have all this stuff and see if they pick anything up. Yeah. It'd be cool. It'd be very cool. <laughs> so look for that probably around Halloween time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, and, yeah. It might be sooner, but he's most active around Halloween. And all we can keep doing right now is uh, I'm going to keep making plans. If we have to cancel them, we have to cancel them. Uh, we do a, a big party for your birthday every year. We're going to do that again this year. But we got to get people invited and get the word out so people can plan. We just don't know if the world's going to be open by then or not. Right. Do you want to tell everybody our other great news? What's our other great news? Why are you looking at me like I... Uh, no, not yet. Aw, sorry. I want to be able to celebrate that a little bigger. All right, we'll just keep you in suspense for that. (laughs) Carmen had to throw it out there, and I poo-pooed it. Don't poo-poo on my parade. (laughs) Guys, that is going to wrap up this edition. We're going to get out of here so she can go rest some more and and heal her her vagina. (laughs) (laughs) So I can get rid of Frankencooter. So she she can heal her vagina, so I can get into her vagina. (laughs) How's that? Yeah, I'm kind of thankful that I I am on the ottoman today. (laughs) (laughs) I was making fun of it last time. Kind of happy I'm on the ottoman this time because it's extra padding. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know the worst thing about this whole thing? What's that? I have to fucking wear underwear. That's true. You are not an underwear person. I hate underwear, and I have to wear them. Yeah, because you have a, a pad down there to catch anything if it does start bleeding. Yeah. So I have to wear them, and it sucks <laughs> ass. I hate it. Yeah, you warmed to bed the last couple nights. I don't have a choice. I know, but you never do that, so it's it got to be weird as hell. It sucks. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably one of the worst things for me. Well, I want to thank you for being so honest on the air about this whole thing. And, you know, it's been obviously months at this point that we've been talking about it. But um, hopefully you've you've gotten through to some people out there. And like you always say, get it checked. Get it checked. You don't want to be in this boat. No, please don't. And you don't, you don't want to be in the next boat either. Yeah. That's a, that's a hundred times worse. Oh, my goodness, yes. So if you see anything weird, check it. Guys, we would love to hear from you. As we always do, please hit us up. It's uh, Email is midwestthreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, S-O-M-E, at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook under Midwest Menage a Trois. 
We're on Twitter under Midwest Threesome and SLS. We are Lake S Couple on there. So reach out to us. Let us know what's going on during this pandemic, and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. It's going to wrap it up. We'll be back next week with an all-new show right here on Midwest Menage a Trois. Bye-bye.